Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of Magic the Gathering. I am your host, Jake Blazik. And I am your host, Jacob Neal. And uh, together we make Magic the Gathering. I mean, pretty good pun on words. Um, anyway, hopefully you guys uh, listened to our Get to Know Us episode, so you got a little bit of chance to see what we're all about, see what uh, kind of magic decks we like to play, um, all that kind of stuff. So this is our first official uh, deck episode where we actually dive into a specific deck. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. How about you, Jacob? Yeah, uh, I enjoyed playing this deck uh, a fair amount. Um, deck that was actually constructed by you, so this is is your your deck construction that uh, you put together. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed playing it. It's a, a fun archetype that I play a lot in Commander, so it uh, fits right up my alley. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential in the deck, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, anyway, before we really get into the deck list, which I guess to intro that, just a little tiny bit, little teaser, um, this was a Splendid Reclamation Scapeshift deck that we were trying to kind of combine those two cards um, into the same deck. Uh, get a lot of value out of Valakid Exploration, uh, buying back lands with Renin 6, uh, you know, just kind of a snowball deck using um, those cards in combination. So Yeah, land good stuff. Yeah, basically, just <laughs> try to get as many landfall triggers as possible, and uh, yeah, just kill your opponent with lands. Uh, but anyway, mm -hmm. before we really dive into it, um, we want to just kind of settle everything and just really talk about ourselves a little bit you know we just we're just two dudes just chilling and we don't get to talk too too often but we do host a podcast together which is great um so anyway yeah, exactly jacob what's been up in in your life uh in the last month or so um a lot of stuff actually uh my birthday was two days ago happy birthday um yeah thank you thank you we had a <laughs> we had some guys over and we just like had a, some punch and talked hung out played some smash um, so you just punched each other? Is that what you said? Yeah, we yeah, we're just punching each other, you know, <laughs> like the normal dude get together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I we started playing this deck at the beginning of the month, um, so I, it, was, it was interesting getting back to MTGO, that like great uh, computer program. Yeah, um, MTGO. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty new to it too, so yeah, it's a. Uh... It's definitely an adjustment trying to go from paper into MTGO where you're like, okay, I have to click through literally everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I actually press two and I've skipped my entire turn. <laughs> that's like, um, that's big oof right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it happened I more than tilted. once, of course, but you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I was tilted to our last uh, league and me doing that didn't help. Yeah, um, yeah I've been playing some, some, getting used to MTGO. Uh, which is really weird when you... Uh, I, I've also been playing... I was, we were talking about this a bit before. Um, playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, yeah. which is a lot more... Uh, it's a lot sleeker and a not, <laughs> lot nicer of a program than MTGO. So, like, going back and forth is, like... My brain kind of just, like, gets all twisted, like, mangled up. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is... Oh, this is this is a nice program with like the UI UX is really good, and I go to MTGO. It's like oh, and you pull up my DOS script and like <laughs> type <laughs> in figure some out code how this happens. Yeah. Play a land. <laughs> is it more akin to maybe uh, Magic Arena, like in terms of sleek UI? Yeah, I would say like it's a combination of like 
um, Hearthstone and Arena. Okay. So there are some like kind of like big flashy um, like animations that they have, but like the crafting system's a bit akin to like a Hearthstone or like even like Duel Links. If anybody else has played Duel Links, you have like the gyms that you use to buy packs, and then you can like craft. Um, you get like gems and stuff from breaking down cards, so you can always craft uh, ultra rares or secret rares with old other ultra rares and secret rares that you get. Um, and so, as of right now, the economy is not like super great. They've had their like their first big event where you can get like two thousand gems, um, and there's like a thousand gem you can buy ten packs, and you also like you have like daily missions and stuff like that. But um, it, it's a it's a nice program like it by itself i think um konami is like putting a, a decent amount of work and like i really want to have that with magic but not arena because arena's economy is so garbage yeah <laughs> that i mean that's probably why we'll never have like historic or standard well, i mean standard's just kind of boring in my opinion Sorry, standard players. Um, but yeah, we'll never have like historic or anything on this podcast probably because we just don't have access to those cards. Like, I mean, we, we have a Mana Traders account where, for Magic Online where we can just get at literally any card that we want. And so mm-hmm. the inability to do that on Arena is just kind of hindering us wanting to even play that format. Yeah, like it, it took me a while to just get like the janky... <laughs> Um, reanimator my janky like uh zombies deck that i uh put together and like yeah that took me like a month or two just like oh okay i've done my daily rewards i'll come back tomorrow and it's like okay i'm gonna pull some packs i hope we get something i want as i wild cards (laughs) (laughs) yep i was like oh nope i pulled another uh garbage uh rare that i will never use ever i mean Um, two in that like I built, I've got like a couple of historic decks or whatever that ever once in a while I hop in there and play a game or two or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's like a black red planeswalker deck that's, I'm trying to make it as close to like my scred deck, but you can't really do mono red. So I'm playing like black removal and other stuff in there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then a blue black control deck because like at heart I'm a control player through and through, but. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, you just feel the, and none of those have like alchemy cards, you know, like the brand new, whatever shifted like four, or even like the jumpstart horizon, uh, digital only Mm -hmm. cards. So, you know, you just kind of feel outdated as soon as you spend two months trying to find some, something that you like and uh, putting a deck together. And then it's just like, oh, well. You can't really use this anymore, so eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I, um, I also like I was playing Runeterra earlier this year, or I guess maybe like last year. And it's like again, like Runeterra's economy is like really good, um, which is super rare because I guess not rare, but it's like super weird that um, Riot, who has uh, League, has like a actually like pretty fun, pretty like. Um, easy to get into like card game um, they allow you to like actually just like purchase uh, like single wild card so let's say I'm trying to get like a Nasus deck and I just need like aim one more Nasus I can buy one for like two bucks yeah which 
is like kind of like scummy but i'd rather do that than have to pay like 25 dollars to get enough packs to try to pull something i want right. so yeah it's like it's, it's i, I just prefer that over magic online <laughs> oh magic arenas right stuff yeah so anyway oh, well, after I, that big old yeah, rabbit hole <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopping into the the economy of of card games <laughs> yeah for well anyway for myself yeah i've been just uh you know going to work teaching art um and uh just like last week abby my wife and her sister and her mom and myself we were all sick um on the same day and so we all had to skip school um luckily our (laughs) our now four month old son is not sick um and did not get sick from that but we were like thrown up and it was just not good um so that was Mm -hmm. a week ago uh but also in the last month i've started uh replaying the game celeste i don't know if you ever played that game that game's so good I have not played it, but, like, I've heard a lot of stuff about it, and I, I want to play it eventually. It's just, like, it's on my perpetual, like, radar of things I want to do. Yeah, so, like, I, I'm also, like, pretty... Another one of my, my big hobbies, at least used to be, I'm not as much into it uh, recently, but uh, I used yeah. to play, like, Kaizo Mario hacks. So, um, <laughs> like, Mario World, just, like, super difficult levels that are fan-made. Um, mm-hmm. But one of my favorite... Uh, content creators for rom hacks and mario in general uh started playing a new hack that was celeste.smc um so it's basically like super mario world um it's in it's super mario world game and like physics and stuff but with the mechanics and like the dash and, and wall jumps and stuff for celeste and so somebody took oh nice uh like basically Celeste and put it, poured it into Super Mario World and made it um, a ROM hack. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Now I'm not going to play this ROM hack because I don't really have easy access to it. However, I am going to replay Celeste. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't go through and like hundred percent it the first time. So I didn't get all the berries and all that stuff. So this time yeah. I'm going through and, and gathering all that again. Um, I'm also like super into Pokemon so that, that's the other thing I've been doing is playing Pokemon Arceus as much as I can. Um, yeah, my uh, my friend got Arceus, and he's I, I basically watched him play the majority of the game. It looks super fun. Yeah, it's it's sweet. Um, I'm not super far into it because with again with a four month old, it's pretty hard to find <laughs> any time to actually just like sit down and play for a few hours or whatever. But you know, thirty minutes yeah, here or there sense. gets you through the game eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess uh, another thing I've been playing is Elden Ring that came out. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple days ago. Um, and my friends for my birthday got it for me. So I've been like, I, I spent yesterday before I went to bed, kind of like working my way through, uh, the first little area. I've said, I, I want to run a faith build. So I'm going to restart my character and try to do like a strength slash faith, um, character, which would be super fun. Nice. I, I, yeah. I can't get myself into RPGs very much. I'm just not, I don't have that brain for it. Because like, I'm like, give me platformers, you know, give me Mario and Celeste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me magic, yeah. which is super strategic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls is like a, it, it's a very different like wave to approach an RPG because it's like people really, okay, people will play it for the story, but like the story is kind of like, oh, you learn about it mostly from like reading items. It's way in the and, background. Like, yeah, you have to look for it. 
Yeah, and like people mostly play like Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne just for like the really tight combat. Yeah. My brother's super into like Bloodborne and, and Dark Souls, so he he'll replay those games at least once a year. Yeah, I just want uh Bloodborne to come to the PC, dude. That's like my number one thing is like just give me cuz I I've never actually beaten Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I got it like when I was in college. Um and when I was in college, I was like super into Smash. So like I got it and I was playing it one weekend and then I just like kind of no lifed and started playing Smash a bunch. <laughs> and I kind of like dropped it about halfway through and I just like never picked it back up again. And I even changed it up like selling my PS4. But yeah, I like played like the first like five, ten hours of it and then like have never played it since then. And I don't want to buy myself another PS4 to just play Bloodborne. So I'm like, hey, hopefully eventually one day uh i'll be able to play on my pc yeah i mean it's it's crazy that all of the bloodborne games are not bloodborne the dark souls games have all been on pc but not bloodborne yet so i don't know eventually i'm sure it'll come yeah hopefully fingers crossed yeah well um i think it's time for us to probably start jumping into that deck list so After this really short break, we're going to get into our Deadly Brew. Sweet. All right, welcome back, and we're going to go ahead and jump into this Deadly Brew. So this is, I've called it Splendid Scape Shift. Um, So it's a deck list that uh, initially, honestly, the first card that I wanted to uh, brew with was actually Mm -hmm. Life from the Loam. And you'll notice really? that there is not a single copy of Life from the Loam in this deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I started I started my deck list for Life from the Loams. Fifty six other cards. What are they going to be? You know. <laughs> and so um, eventually, I was like, Oh man, it'd be really sweet to play Valakut Exploration because uh, Life from the Loam allows you to get back lands in your hand. So if you can like make extra land drops, do all this stuff, um, Valakut Exploration is a really great way to. Uh, kind of utilize that and so mm-hmm. eventually i kind of was like okay so let's i also want to kind of go into splendid reclamation i think that would be sweet but then i was like well those are kind of a nonbo if i'm taking all the lands out of my deck yeah. or out of my graveyard putting them back on the battlefield that i can't life from them back so um i was eventually like okay well Life from the Loam, maybe not doing exactly what I want. There's probably a different deck list that that goes into. And so I was like, okay, well, what if I just scapeshift all of my lands into the graveyard and then Splendid Reclamation them back onto the field um, (laughs) and just, like, kept this big old train rolling? Um, Mm -hmm. I was like, what's the best way to utilize that other than Valakut Exploration? Lotus Cobra. So... The initial deck list that um, I played, because I actually played two leagues with um, this deck list, and then I changed it, and then after I did those, Jacob still hadn't played um, any of his leagues yet, because like he was talking about, he's been really busy. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, we changed it again. So we've got basically version 1.0, 1.1, and 1.2 in front of us. (laughs) Um, Yes. uh, But the, the first iteration that i played i played two leagues with this was uh four arbor elf four lotus cobra three azusa three titania which i was pumped about um but as Mm -hmm. you'll learn 
that didn't work out as well. Uh, four really, Utopia no. <laughs> Sprawl, two Boom Bust, uh, three Ren and Six, four Valakid Exploration, and then four of both Scape Shift and Splendid Reclamation. 25 lands, mm-hmm. there's two Valakuts, that, so that you could kind of have an easy Valakut win if you, you know, Scape Shift uh, with seven lands in play or whatever. Um, and the sideboard consists of three Endurance, two Gut Shot, two Red red cap melee which is really interesting actually i kind of boarded in almost every match which is crazy um four mm-hmm. veil of summer one torpor orb and three force of vigor um so nice i i thought that this deck seemed pretty solid um mm-hmm. but you know kind of going through it i thought to myself well once you're kind of going off with lotus cobra and a valakid exploration already the Azusas, like you don't really need that many lands because you're able to start getting scape shifts and reclamations with your Lotus Cobra in play. And mm-hmm. you just kind of keep bouncing back and forth between those and generating a bunch of mana and a bunch of cards anyway. So I was like, well, let's change Azusa to Dryad of the Elysian Grove. Um, it seemed like a better sexy place to be. Dad. Yeah, the, the sexy dad bod of the Dryad <laughs> Grove. Um, and then I also was like, well, we also don't really have any other inter- um, interactions. So I was like, well, let's take off one scape shift, one splendor reclamation, because I felt like those started getting clogged up in my hand. Um, and I think I may have taken off one of the boom busts also, and yes. just went down yeah. to one, um, and put in three lightning bolts in the main, just as a little bit of extra, um, interaction just to mm-hmm. play around with. Uh, and then I played one league with that, and it felt pretty good. Um, still not going optimally, and I kept losing to Primetime um, Amulet <laughs> Titan. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. You know what this deck needs? This deck needs four of its own Primetimes. <laughs> so yes. the final iteration that we have, uh, we dropped the Titanias, and instead went with four primeval titans um, those three azusas which became three dryads eventually just became four dryads um mm-hmm. and so we dropped even more scape shift and splendor reclamations uh going down all the way to two and two um what else is did we even cut for that i'm trying to see we stayed um, with three red and six mm-hmm. uh, the uh bus it looks is like gone. we so yeah. I can't even figure out what, what was different. But we also <laughs> went back to, um, because, I mean, the, the deck, the main deck especially, is super um, green heavy. So we kind of transitioned our mana base a little bit uh, to be more mountain focused, even though we wanted more early forests in the first couple iterations because we didn't have the dryads or not as many dryads. With four full dryads and prime times, uh, we just went up to four forests and two mountains, um, only mm-hmm. three cinder glades, three stomping grounds, um, and that. So it was uh, the mana base went through a couple of different iterations, but maintained almost exactly the same. And then we kept losing to um, some like really aggressive decks too. Like I know you lost to Burn and Obosh, and you can't tell the difference between them. <laughs> they look the exact same guy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and then, so we really just changed one thing in the sideboard, which was doing only three Veil of Summer. 
um, instead of the mm-hmm. full four and putting in a weather the storm, which we probably could have put in more um, life gain or something like that in the board. Yeah. But, you know, with uh, we're only playing a small sample size. So this can definitely be yeah, continue to be improved upon. Uh, and we'll talk about some more changes that we'll make probably later on. Um, so anyway, that's that's the deck list, really. Uh, we just kind of um, tried to make lands enter the battlefield and trigger Valakut Exploration. Um, so let's go ahead and jump on straight into our leagues that we played, too. So I After this short break, actually. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. After the short no break, problem. join us again, and we will start talking about the leagues that we played uh, with this deck. Welcome back once again. So uh, we talked about the deck list. We talked about our lives. Um, so Jacob, why don't you go ahead and start talking about what leagues you played in. So uh, just talk about what decks you played, how they went up against it. Yeah. So I, I got two leagues in, uh, but I also got a lot of just like practice games in before we started like making a whole bunch of the, the changes. So I, I was kind of like watching as the decks kind of evolved to like, oh, let's add some prime times, let's cut some Azusas, let's add some some sexy dryads in there. Um, the the first league, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> was a blunder on my my end. I went zero and five. Um, I got a lot of two ones, um, where it's like I would either win game one or game two confidently, um, and then like. I just like wouldn't draw what I need to draw, or just like stuff would happen. I just wouldn't end up winning. Um, first match I went up against in league was Hammer Time, and that was a super close match. Um, I he they beat me. I don't know. No, I won game one pretty handedly. I was able to get out a super quick um, prime time, and then just like was making a lot of value with like Valakutes and stuff. Um, and then I lost game two because they were able to get out a, um, shadow spear and a batter skull and then, um, just kind of like outvalue me and just like beat me down that way. And then game three, I had him on the ropes basically since the beginning of the game. Um, but he was able to, um, like the turn before, uh, he won, he was able to play out a, Sigarda's aid, um, and then a he was able to equip a colossal hammer onto a ink mox ink moth nexus, um, and kill me with infect, and he had like three life remaining. Mm-hmm. It was like super close, um, but he he got me with infect. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it was super sad. I was like, like I, looking at it like right then, like I just need to attack one more time, I mean, and we're good to go. I mean, bruise coming in. And uh, trying to take down, like, tier one stuff, guys. Come on. Yeah, and it was super close. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, it was, was, like, very close to being uh, in our favor. Um, (laughs) Second round um, was basically just, like, the Mardu good stuff deck with, like, Ragavans and DRCs and um, Luris. So basically just, like, a whole bunch of just, yeah, black, red, good things. Um, lost one, two, um, kind of the same situation, except so like he beat me pretty easily game one. Uh, I got some sideboard stuff and beat him game two, uh, game three, 
I had like a really good hand, um, but only one land. I'm like, ah, we got 25 lands in this deck. We'll be fine. Uh, and I never drew a land and he beat me. <laughs> um, so that was another one, two. Uh, third round was against Burn. Um, and he, it, one, two, uh, weathering the storm really helped with that matchup. Um, but game three, he had the nutty, um, two swift spears and a soul scar mage. Yes. And a soul scar mage. And then it was like, it was like bolt, lava dart, lava dart, bolt, and then killed me, uh, before I like turned like three or four, Oof. I guess like on like turn three or four. Um, and so I wasn't able to, to the claw my way back from that one. <laughs> um, round four, Death Shadow, which kind of just stomped me real hard. Um, most of the time I can get through like, um, like the Swift Spears and stuff. I can like bolt them or like we have a, the Dryad, which is a two, four, which is kind of hard for them to get over. Um, but not Death Shadow. <laughs> yeah, you really start getting incremental to... damage with like Valakuts and stuff. If if it even resolves, mm. and then they're just like, "Oh well, thanks." Now my guys are eight eights, and then yep. you just die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and so that game was a, a an O two from from us, and then the last match was Amulet, and Amulet is just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Every time I went up against Amulet, I remember texting you and just saying "boo." Yeah, Amulet it's like again. the Spider-Man meme <laughs> with, but like when the Spider-Man just like Ray Buff and like the Hulk <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm just you, but better." Yeah. Um, yeah. So that league was unfortunately zero five. Um, a lot of really close games, and then a couple where it was like, "Yeah, there's not much I can do at at this point." Um, round two. I got a bit better. Um, I played against two Cascade decks in the second league, which just kind of beat me. <laughs> so the first one was Living Death. Um, I got close, living end. but they were a living. Yeah, sorry, I don't know why I put Living Death. It's Living End. Oh, it's. Um, I mean, it's a play on Living Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, got really close uh but game three he was able to um do living end with a uh the striped winder and the, like the architect of thought so like turn three he had like 10 damage on board um and then the next turn i pulled endurance <laughs> oh, good. so i was like oh hey this is this is great <laughs> and then he, he beat me um crashing footfalls was just real real bad yeah i did not um, play well against them either let's see yeah because yeah I, yeah I, mean, I had a major misplay um against them i have in my notes but we'll talk about mm -hmm. that in a sec but it was just that deck is hard and we have absolutely nothing in the sideboard against them yeah because it, it's a combination of like the living in just like putting a, a whole bunch of power early but also like has a control aspect to it like they had like brazen borrowers and like counter spells, um, and so I was never never I was never able to actually put down a threat to to stop it. And then um, they eventually blood mooned me, and I was like, ah, okay, there's not much I can do here. And um, next round, 
I went against a, a super weird indomitable creativity, oh, yeah. which is like the did it was it target going something. into um, Sarah's emissary. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No. Um, I think they play like Sarah's emissary and maybe even Emrakul. I don't know if you got mm-hmm. Emrakul. Um, some of the not. decks have also been playing Archon of Cruelty, um, oh, which is just okay. sweet. But yeah, Indomitable indomitable creativity they just play a bunch of like dwarven minds and Mm -hmm. uh hard evidence now crab yeah yeah the hard evidence the word creates a zero three crab and great clue yeah it's um um craven inspector that's what people have been calling it (laughs) (laughs) i love that um so yeah that that one i I won yeah fairly easily he was able to get an emissary turn um well game one but he named land and i had a um exploration a yeah i had an exploration uh and then i also had a prime time Ah. so i couldn't valicute him but i could exploration him yeah (laughs) which is like the same thing with prime time on board but you never really Um, want to name enchantment you know like that's just yeah that just feels bad (laughs) it feels real bad (laughs) Um, and then the, um, let's see. Oh, wait. Oh, I went that way. Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, next round I lost against, uh, blue, white control. Um, prismatic ending is the, the note I have is prismatic ending is a really good card. <laughs> it sure Basically, is. Basically. Yeah. Every threat I put on the board, uh, with like a, va- uh, arbor elf or dryad or um exploration there was like oh that was prismatic ending that that's fine <laughs> yeah totally fine um yeah and so well, i, I was not able to too, stick so anything it's literally yeah. everywhere if that tells you how good that that card is yeah. um and then the last one was like a weird um blue red like value deck hmm. uh, i didn't see much of it he i won game one because i was able to turn like four a i was like three or four a prime time nice. uh, i had like two arbor elves oh i had three arbor elves a um um utopia sprawl and a dryad and so I was like yeah and it's like th- threw up my hand on the board and he scooped when i played prime time mm. um and then game two uh i was able to get a utopia's problem on land and i was going to i i tapped to play prime time and he like drew i think like three lands the entire game and then just scooped to me casting it um so i i saw like a prismatic ending and um uh like consider and stuff but i really can tell like what the actual deck was it was like yeah blue red value it may have been um, like blue red murktide but didn't really get things possibly i don't know yeah yeah i'm also not sure um yeah that was that was my record so i ended up going two and eight um (laughs) i did a lot better in the practice league or practice like rooms i did the actual league yeah you're messaging me and like hey we just beat x deck we just beat x deck so seems pretty good and so i felt okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know leagues i guess are totally different but yeah. yeah, it is what it is. You live and you learn. That's yeah, why you exactly. play the game. 
how about yourself? How did uh, how did your leagues go? Yeah, so I I played three total leagues, so I got fifteen matches in, and I went exactly two three in every single league. So nice. That's cool. Um, <laughs> and only one of my losses was one and two. So I actually, oh. okay. <laughs> um, the rest of my losses were all zero two. <laughs> um nice but yeah i've I've got my notes listed here and um almost every single one of them is like big misplay this is what you did wrong (laughs) so like um and notably the first league that i played was actually right before it was like two days before uh kamigawa neon dynasty came out so Mm um it we didn't have all the new stuff because i know there's a lot of new stuff being played especially now um yes but so notably i did i was playing before coming out in neon dynasty for this first league but i played against oops all spells lost to that um and interesting so okay. my my misplay here was i didn't tap my land for extra mana when it whenever i was trying to scape shift um mm-hmm. so but otherwise i would have been able to just bust all of the lands away um <laughs> So, because I think I had like a, um, what's it called? The uh, snake, the Lotus Cobra. I think I had a Lotus Cobra on the field. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it says here Lotus Cobra in play, Scape Shift, Reclamation, and Boom Bust in hand. So I I just nice. like tapped, there. tapped three lands and not my fourth land to. Um, um, scape shift, and then mm-hmm. and scape shift was already resolving and asking me to choose lands before I could tap that last one, um, and yeah. I was literally one mana away from just getting rid of all lands and just stabilizing with a two one in play. Um, so I mean, their their turn just went turn three charter belcher, turn four activation, both of their games. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> whatever. Uh, next round I played against blue green turns, so it was like. Um, there's a, uh, what was the card called? Wilderness Reclamation. Oh, Wilderness Reclamation. Um, so it's Wilderness Reclamation deck. Um, just straight blue-green, no no red, uh, which they're typically teamer at this point. But anyway, they were they were playing Tamiyo, Collector of Tales, as kind of like an, an, mm-hmm. a draw engine and just a way to um, stabilize and get everything that they needed. Um, yeah. And then they were just, they took darn near close to infinite turns with uh that the seven mana one that shuffles back in what's it called oh yeah that's the the one that was like a promo card yeah um um wow how do i forget i see it it's like um oh gosh it's a guy and he's like yelling oh nexus of fate yeah so it was, it was playing Nexus of Fate um, as its infinite turn, almost infinite turn uh, combo. Mm-hmm. So um, here's my misplay here. Um, I was in, or I had a Titania on the battlefield and three fetch lands in play. Uh-huh. Um, they were at like, I don't know, maybe 15 or something like that. And mm-hmm. I basically just F6 through their turn and didn't crack my fetches <laughs> on the on my end step. Um, oh, no on their end step and mm-hmm. so i didn't get three five threes and i left my opponent at seven and then they basically took infinite turns after that 
Um, oh, that's, that feels so bad. Yeah, and then <laughs> game two, they just had a thing in the ice that flipped early and uh-huh. um, took enough turns just to kill me. Uh, and he ended up at four life, so it's like, ah, uh, uh, garbage. Yeah, that feels bad. Yeah. And I played him against blue-white mill, which is like the new variant of mill, because it used to be blue-black, but now they're like, yeah. oh, prismatic ending. Jacob, that's a pretty good card. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real good card, I've heard people say. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're playing that. I think they're sometimes playing Rest in Peace also. I don't know. That makes sense. Uh, but anyway, awesome. Blue White Mill, three Endurance, and four Veil of Summer is very good against them. That's the only note that I wrote. Um, <laughs> ended up going 2-1. I lost round or game one, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then round four, 0-2 against Red White Stoneblade with... Uh, Fervent Champion. Fervent Champion is busted. Um, If anybody doesn't know what that card is, it's like a one mana, one one with haste. And I think whenever Mm -hmm. it attacks, it like you can give another soldier plus one plus zero or something. Um, But also equipments that target it cost two less to to activate. So. It, yeah, that deck just plays like three, stuff. maybe even four Sword of Fire and Ice in the main deck so oh, that you can just be okay. like, uh, pile them on with swords and you basically can't kill them unless you're playing like Solitude or Prismatic Ending, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Always use Prismatic Ending. But yeah, that that deck is just, you know... Uh, I think Aspiring Spike was the one that uh, kind of created that deck and it's been doing really, really well. Recently. What is Aspiring Spike? Uh, Aspiring Spike is a uh, Twitch streamer. He streams basically oh, exclusively okay. modern stuff. He uh, he was the trophy champion this last season. Um, actually, gotcha. he got like 75 trophies, which is a record. Um, oh my gosh. So anyway, he's he knows what he's talking about. That deck's really good. Um, I was like, huh, I haven't heard of that card before. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a Twitch streamer. Shout out, um, Aspiring Spike. Please listen to our podcast. Um, he'll be he'll be our guest next episode. Yeah, there you go. Uh, just, uh, I think he's going to be at SCG Con Dallas, <laughs> which we're planning to go to. We'll talk about that at the yeah. wrap up. But um, yeah, yeah. and uh, anyway, jumping back in round five, playing against uh, Green White Heliod combo. Game one, mm-hmm. I died to turn three Heliod, turn four Spike Feeder. No answers in the main deck. So yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, this was also pre Lightning Bolts in the main deck. Also remember, so I didn't mm-hmm. have that answer at all. In the main deck. Uh, game two, they played the same. Uh, just turn three Helia, turn four Spike Feeder, and I red capped their uh, Spike Feeder, and they just straight up conceded. They're like, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then game three, they played turn one planes, turn two planes, and then turn three, they just conceded. <laughs> <laughs> like, no green nice. mana in my those. sights. <laughs> um, then the second league, this is post Neon Dynasty, so uh, turn or round one, I actually played against Mono Blue Fairy Ninjas, um, Ooh, and so they were playing fun. the Moon Circuit Hacker. Which, uh, spoiler alert, you might be seeing that card pretty soon here um, yes. on our podcast. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so game one, they just out tempoed me. It was just, you know, they were uh, getting fairies online and. Uh, Spellstutter Sprite is a monster of a magic card when it gets rolling. Um, mm-hmm. And then game two, I totally went off and just 
had Splendor Reclamation, two um, Explorations in play, and a Cobra, mm-hmm. and so just like turned through the deck, got like 15 cards exiled off of those two Explorations, and just killed them in a single turn. Uh, yeah. And then the last game, uh, I just killed their early attackers with gut shots and red cap didn't allow them to ninjutsu or anything like that and they just conceded mm-hmm. they were like well this is kind of not working <laughs> out so yeah it um, sucks uh, round two of that league i played against teamer footfalls um o2 not a good not a good matchup for us like we talked about yeah um i <laughs> makes me sane <laughs> my, my my misplay this time was i cast a second exploration instead of a scape shift with the lotus cobra in play um, and I already oh. had an exploration, so I was like, well, and I just totally miscounted, didn't have enough land, or didn't have enough mana to actually cast Escape Shift, and I was already dead on board, so, yeah, it happens. <laughs> um, t- t- round three, I played against Neoform. Um, I went 2-1 oh, against them, and that was the uh, uh, screenshot that I sent to you where I was attacked in... Game two with a uh, 49-49 Thrasta um, on turn two. On turn two. That was crazy. It was pretty awesome. Um, But other than that, yeah, I was just able to to kind of tempo them out. I put in the gut shots because I was like, okay, well, if they, like, stick a a Gristlebrand and just start churning through their deck, I'm just going to gut shot them whenever they have nine life and pay eight life to go draw seven <laughs> cards or whatever so i was Heck like yeah. all right this is we're gonna get them like this but no they just kind of fizzled and weren't able to i was able to get them down to a pretty low life before they got a gristle brand out anyway um so mm-hmm. they weren't really able to come back actually the ending of that round was really sweet because i like attacked for lethal and they had a gristle mm-hmm. brand in, pr- in play they're like oh i'm gonna block your your two one lotus cobra instead of your five three titania I think they were at five or something like that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> gut shot my own Lotus Cobra. <laughs> and they're like, let's go. Wow, pain. <laughs> um, and then before we had the weather of the storm, I played against Burn. Yeah, just nothing um, against them. Uh, I also yeah. had a misplay there. We I played a stomping ground tapped instead of just playing a fetch land um, because mm-hmm. I had a Titanian play and I could have actually played bust um i was just trying to preserve life and just forgot to even i just you know my mind just went blank for a second um Mm -hmm. but i could have bust i think they had like a goblin guide or something in play or whatever but um yeah i could have gotten like three five threes and probably won that game but oh well then i played against amulet we talked about that it sucks yeah poor amulet yeah, get him out of here, dude. I thought people didn't play Amulet on MTGO because it's a miserable like experience to play it. But no, I guess people no, just... No, it's really popular. <laughs> they um, want to get in there, dude. Yeah. And then the the last, the third and final league, um, again, this is the deck list. Still no prime times in our deck, um, but I had um, the Dryad of the Elysian Grove uh, in the deck at this point. So 1-2 uh, against Blue Red Murktide, not much to say, just it was you know just outgrinded um it was mm-hmm. pretty even i'd say um o2 against humans oh my gosh uh with uh my misplay in this one was i was storming off with 
uh, exploration and two Lotus Cobras. So I had, you know, plenty of mm. stuff. And yeah. I had like two triggers or a couple triggers coming off the stack from lands. And so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I don't even have anything that I can cast that will win the game or anything. Because I thought I had a Splendid mm-hmm. Reclamation in, in underneath my exploration. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't have any lands in the graveyard, so I couldn't keep going. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this game's lost. So I had a Lightning Bolt in hand so that I could like kill something. So I was like, whatever. I'm just going to make a bunch of red mana just to make sure that they know that I can lighten, Lightning Bolt them. Um but I should have made green mana, which is always the play that you should do. Make half and half um, or more green because mm-hmm. there was actually a scape shift in underneath there. So I could have actually just oh. killed them um, with a single yeah. scape shift. But, you know, you live and you learn again. <laughs> um, and then round three, I played against the four color blink deck or so I think because they were playing all of this <laughs> stuff and it was like a Yorian deck. Um, uh-huh. But game one, I played out an early Ren and Six and busted all the lands um, and was nice. just able to take over the game with that. Uh, and throughout the whole match, I just really didn't see any creatures other than a Fury. And I guess they just drew really poorly. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really even know. But it was 2-0 to zero in that match. Brought in Torpor Orb, obviously. Um, and that was pretty good. Heck yeah. And then I always like I boarded Torpor Orb many a times. I never actually saw it. Yeah. That's the <laughs> problem with one of, you know. Yeah. But it's in there for those times that you do get it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Those, those prime times, yeah. as people would say. <laughs> uh round four I played against Tron Prison. So this was uh just a straight colorless deck. They play the Maze Mind Tomes, um the uh what's his name? The Karn, the Great Creator. Uh, mm-hmm. with a full Karn sideboard um, and Snaring Bridge. So it's just a prison deck with Tron Lands. Pretty okay. cool deck. Um, yeah. I ended up going 2-1 against them. No real notes ab- again about it. And then round five, once again, to round out my three leagues, played against <laughs> Amulet Titan. Um, Good old... He's and coming. my only note here is, couldn't draw any lands in my 25 land deck. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst. When it is the the same thing where it's like, oh yeah, I have a singular land, but like almost a third of my deck is lands. I'll be fine. And no, that's never. Yeah. So um, two, three in all of my leagues, which ended up with a nice six and nine record. Um, Let's go, nice. So um, you know, can't be too upset about that. You know, it's a brew. So yeah, um, that's what this whole channel uh, is about. This whole podcast is about. Is we're we're just here to make some brews. Play some games, have a good time, talk yeah. about life, and enjoy magic together. Chill. So, <laughs> well, so we kind of talked about it earlier. Um, I guess the the two things that uh, we kind of alluded to. Um, what is our next deck that we're going to be playing next month, Jake? Well, Jacob, you brewed this one up. Um, we kind of worked on I it did. a little bit together. Um, you sent the initial mm-hmm. deck list, and we kind of tweaked it together. Um, yeah. So it's going to be blue-black ninjas because Kamigawa Neon Dynasty is out. Um, so mm-hmm. we're really excited about that. Uh, we won't go too into detail about what the um, what the deck list looks like because there is definitely a spicy package in there. Um, but I don't yes, want to spoil it. So <laughs> uh, I'm pretty excited about it. It'll be a lot of fun. 
good old blue black mm-hmm. tempo swinging with creatures it'll be great yeah um and then also uh sgc con dallas uh we're gonna actually be attending um there um april 8th through uh the the 9th or is it the 10th through the 10th yeah it's friday through, through sunday yeah we're gonna be there um I'll probably be playing some Commander, and Jake's going to be doing some, like, side gigs with, like, Le- uh, Legacy and Modern. And Popper. Um, I'm excited to play Popper. some Popper. Yeah, I think that'd be super fun. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to go be there, hang out, um, try to, like, advertise our, our small podcast. Yep. Um, I think we're going to try to make some business cards. Hopefully we can get some T-shirts made. Um, yeah. I don't know if that'll be possible in the uh, before then, but... Hopefully that does okay. happen because I think that'll be really yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, I've already pre-registered for the um, Infinite Challenge package, so you'll see me on the floor, all over the place, making, um, just making those big bucks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <rolling laughs> with my the, the with my bruise. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, thank you, Jake, for uh, showing up and and doing this with. Oh, this this episode this was a really fun deck uh, and i'm super excited to try out this this next one that we have put together yeah i'm excited about it um it'll be good i i think that there's a lot of good stuff that's that we have here in the um red green shell of uh mm-hmm. you know valakut exploration there's there's a lot of stuff that you can do with it um our deck list is definitely not obviously the best one out there probably so um you know you can take our our list tweak it um, if you end up doing that, please let us know. Uh, yeah. And let us know how it goes because we're we're always about um, community involvement too. So. Most definitely. Well, awesome. Um, do we win? I guess yeah. Well, we can plug our socials. Um, I. <laughs> I guess we we tried to do this uh, last time. We don't have much social presence currently. Um, but yeah, I think I'm like at Jacob Neal at Twitter, N E I L L, and then Jacoby55 on Reddit. Yep. How about you, Jacob? And I'm uh, Giant Panda47 on Reddit. That's capital G, capital P, uh, 47. On, on Reddit, you can find me on there. DM me if you want to. Um, that's fine. Um, and then uh, I have an Instagram. It's mostly just art stuff because, again, I am an art teacher. So. Um, but you can follow that if you want to see what I'm up to. I've actually just started um, doing a project that's going to hopefully last the rest of my life, but it's going to be um, drawing self-portraits uh, once a month. So that's that's oh, kind of my, my plan. I, I started in January, so I've got January, February, and uh, yeah, I'll start on March pretty soon here. So um, yeah. anyway, you can see that. That is at Mr. underscore B underscore art room um, on Instagram. You can check us out. Um, I think, I mean, this is the first time I've, I'm mentioning it, Jacob, but I think maybe we should start a Magic Pod um, Instagram or Twitter or both, something like that. Yeah, I'm most certainly down with that. Yeah, and then, uh, so we'll, we'll start that up. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, you can check that out and, yeah, start following us. Uh, please, word of mouth is uh, one of the biggest things. Uh, leave, a, leave a comment on Apple Pod or wherever you're listening to this podcast let people know that Mm -hmm. uh you're enjoying it hopefully you've stayed this long um but yeah other than that 
We really appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.